G'day partners, welcome to the deep dive. We're going to look at HQ Flemington, where the overordering policy got another victim. It was very hard to win from rails in run on Saturday, even at HQ, the, the home ground of Honest Racing in Victoria. Uh, the overordering policy had an effect, I believe. Uh, each their own Dior, do your own research. Uh, but if you want to trust us, that's what we're going to say. The wind played a big role on Saturday. Very, very hard to win if you were facing it early on and throughout the day. Horses that did win facing the breeze, like uh, Rapture in the last, very, very impressive effort. Uh, the first couple of races on the card, we saw Ollie like, swoop from dead set last in run. Throughout the day, sort of midfield looked to be the spot you wanted to be with some cover. Pistol, you crazy-haired little man, how are you travelling? Oh, I'm good. Uh, I've got a little bit of Albany coming up later today, so can't wait to get stuck into a bit of public holiday racing from the Great South. Public holiday over there, is it? No, oh, it's the Anzac Day holiday filters through to a Monday. I think it's a holiday here too, isn't it? Or is it not? I don't know. doesn't no, matter to us. It's week 50 of quarantine and it's tough. Yep. Anyway, we're, we're not complaining. God. Um, yeah, so... Race one and race two, very similar um, race shapes. It was a solid mid-race slowdown. So they've gone 11, 2, 4, 10 to the, 12 to the 10, 12, 1, 2, 10 to the 8. So they've slowed almost a second. And then 13, 2, 4, 8 to the 6. So a big slowdown, which allows deep thinkers and smart operators like D Oliver just to build into the race beautifully. Um, it really sets up races for horses to run on. That's what we saw there in race one and in race two. Uh, so therefore reviewing that race, you can be sort of very forgiving of horses on pace and inside and uh, sort of you could take off a little bit from horses that were swooping. So a horse like uh, it's hot, uh, Hayes, Regan, Bayless. So that, that had as good a runner or probably a better run than the winner. So I think if it stayed at that level, you know, I wouldn't want to be near it. Horse-like indictment, probably got to follow it once more. Uh, Iron Edge was pretty good. Uh, outside of that, I thought the race was pretty hard to sort of figure out moving forward. You? I was just going to say, it's a very plain-looking race on figures and data they've gone very slow five links slow to the 600 for the class it's just that's almost bin material this race race two is not bin material race two no. they're all sort of more genuine yep definitely seven links fast or you know basically very fast tempo they've set up front um but again they still slowed they still went 10 to the 12 was an 11 6 8 10 to the 8 a 12.36 and then yep. 12.448 to the six. That's the wind, and that's the riders adjusting for that wind. They slow down and they bunch up, and it lets horses build nice momentum. Um, this is where the utter torture <laughs> that was our day punting began. We were on um, part time lover, <laughs> ridden by Stackhouse, the, probably the worst ride on the day. And he actually then gave one, probably the best ride on the day, young Stackhouse. Um, it started eight dollars or something. We were on twenty ones, and yep. it looked like it was in the right spot, sort of mid race, and then it just got shuffled out the back of the surf and never got a look in. Um, I don't know if I want to follow it next start. I just like the setup on the quick backup drawn to get a nice run, which it had and then didn't get. 
Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Like you've you've already identified it. You've got the price. You've you've missed, and everyone's seen that it's been unlucky. So you're not necessarily going to get any joy out of it next start, even if it does win. I think out of the race, Lemu is now like a genuine horse you can follow. Like I was against it on Saturday. It probably could have and should have won. Yep. Um, I think it, it goes in the black book now. Lemu, anything for you? No, no, not 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 particularly. It's um. Again, just just a race you want to see them be in a, a suitable race next start. Which race do you want to talk on now, Pistol? Well, I think we've got to talk about race four, don't we? The uh, the William Newton handicap over twenty six hundred, just purely because of the speed set up front. They've flown. They've gone yep. an enormous figure to the um, six hundred, which was what, Peter. 10.5 lengths fast to the 600 for the class. And then they've come home in what, Peter? <laughs> the last 600, uh, basically below benchmark for the most part. They've, uh, they've walked across the line here. Hackey's closed off really nicely, considering. Mm. Um, win will win whatever it wants if it heads towards the jumps. It had a jumps uh, trial, a long one, at Packenham leading into this and was very strong late. Uh, good ideas flying. Skelm never runs badly. I think Val and Declare just got exposed um, and was absolutely blessed in the Melbourne Cup. There's yep. no excuse for this course. It was they had every possible. The betting was fascinating around it though, wasn't it? It had that drift morning of, and then it came all the way back in again late. And yeah, I'm not really sure anyone knew what was going on there. I, I think Hacky. Hackey's worth following. It was very, very good last preparation. It's sort of given a softish sort of time early. This preparation is both like it's Bendigo run. It was just a run. Yep. And then at Caulfield, it was ridden real cold. It had a huge SP, ridden real cold, and it was through the line nicely. It was ridden with more intent here. I don't think we saw a change of tactics, but who cares? That doesn't exist. Um, this is one of the only... Like, I felt like we bet pretty good on Saturday. We won from the late mail service and we lost on movers, but smashed SP. We skipped over the the race in which we backed B Hunter and Cooey Rupp, who both stopped. That was really tough to take. While we're talking about bad beats, Nick Noonan and I, Nick Noonan messaged me and said, have a look at Maui race two. This thing should be favourite go watch this trial. So I did, and I agreed with him, and we backed it. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Alone Hero or something? Oh, yeah, no, it was that, that, yeah. Alone Hero. So flick over and check Maui Race 2, just when it's about to jump. It's now our favourite. The favourite, the, the original favourite's like $2.20 out to $5. We're $5.50 into $3.260. Then they scratch the original favourite, which is just going to slaughter our price with deductions, and it, I'm already fuming. Then they scratch ours. Like, it's not what you need on a big Saturday. Yeah, can't win. Just witness B Hunter and Cooey up stop and beat and part-time lover just never get out. Uh, it affected me mentally, and I think that and just my fear and respect for the uh, Melbourne Cup winner stopped me backing Hacky. Mm. In the in the message, I half sort of said, I said if they roll forward, I'll back it in run. Because I wanted to be with Hacky, I should have 
pulled the trigger. It was gutless and I regret it. Uh, it got out to $15. You could get sort of 13s to 14s uh, after sort of 400 meters of the race. Yep. Which were good odds. Um, I'm not sure how many actual mailbag subscribers did that, but they should have. Um, yeah, big performance, big win. I thought... I thought I just want to talk on Ventura Storm, Pete. Mm. I reckon this probably copped the best ride in the race. Loomed to like win at the sort of 400 and just stopped again. Is it gone? Uh, well, it's not necessarily been a horse that I've had a lot of time for of late, but uh, it's well off what we've seen previously in previous preps. Mind you, it's just copped two very, very fast tempo races in a row with only a two-week backup. So we'll see if it maybe has a slight spell and comes back uh, maybe in a month or so. But, um, yeah, not really sure. I, I, just, I just saw it was like the perfect ride um, presented to win. I thought, oh, shit, this thing. Because we were big on this thing, like, you know, first preparation in, in Australia. Mm. But, no, it stopped again. So I, I think it's... It, for me, it's it's gone. Yep. What race you want to talk about now, my man? Um, look, we'll touch on one of the other features on the card, race six, the St. Ledger. Uh, so where in Hackey's race, they've gone insanely quick up front. Um, Sacramento's won the prize here. <laughs> Watching the replay of the race, I think afterwards, I still can't believe just quite how lucky the horse got um, in I run. I can't believe how... It's the worst ride of all time. That's one race I can remember. Completely blessed. Uh, very slow was the tempo here. 5.3 lengths slow for the class. And yeah, somehow it's still managed to win. I think um, Coin Collector, a little bit like Ventura Storm. Mm. There's a bit of narrative that the ride was wrong at um, Caulfield. I thought it was given a great ride at Caulfield. I thought he missed the boat on, on it at Bendigo. Oliver jumped on board. It had every possible week. Uh, Royal Crown, weak. Bell X will win a race if it gets a like a perfect setup, but it's the sort of horse that doesn't find a perfect setup very often. Yep. Tarn's Prince, disappointing, but sort of flushed out the back of the surf. Um, St. Eustace and Wei Tao both can be followed. Sacramento, I don't know what he was thinking, and he got so blessed in run that he wasn't completely cast because this horse should have led and then he didn't lead. Then he got flushed out the back, found a way. We backed it. Yeah. So thank you, Ben, for pushing it out <laughs> over the lawn. And then to hear there was a protest. Oh, fucking hell. Where I was not in a good place mentally when the, the protest alarm was, was rung on course. It was not good. But thank God it didn't uphold that. Anything yeah. else? Saint Saint Arnica, I thought was pretty plain, but Pushka, they could improve. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they've gone so slow; it's hard to sort of figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm not totally enamoured of any of the late splits of really any of the gallopers, with probably the exception of the winner. I think Sacramento, given the fact that it ended up in the wrong spot and then still managed to accelerate over the last 400, I think that's probably only horse, the only horse I'll be following out of the race. Okay, let's head to the last. Let's talk yeah. about... I think we've got some nice horses here. Hangman, we backed. Um, again, ran seconds. <laughs> we had four move bets on the day, and they've run... Well, 21s in eights, slaughtered. Uh, B Hunter and Kuir up second and third. 
And then we're back to Hangman, which was a rousing run, which was not where you wanted to be, which was always going to be. I'm not bagging the ride. It's drawn one. But he's just running into a proper horse here in Rupture who did it at both ends, did it into the wind. I think Rupture is a proper horse. You can follow it with confidence. And then we've got to talk about this horse. Dad does dart. Dad does that. Dad does that. Dad does that. Dad does I think sort of trust the SP, trust that market support. Uh, it's a European horse. I think he got into it too late, so it needs to wind it up. If you remember, Actia was first up at Flemington, who's proven itself to be a pretty genuine horse. I think it's already in the Caulfield Cup. Yeah. Uh, it looked gone at Flemington on debut and then just stormed home. They sort of take more winding up. They're not push button like some of the Aussie horses. Well, that's I think the other thing. First start in Australia and it's gone very slow. Like they've gone six lengths slow to the 600. It probably is used to being in races where there's pacemakers involved and wondering what the hell is this? <laughs> like it's a barrier trial yeah. for it. Yeah. No, I, I thought there was a lot of merit to what it did, even though it lost. Um, just trust that SP. I think it's the horse to follow out of the meeting with Rupture. They're the two main horses from this meeting. Yep. Hangman and Super Titus are ready to win from that race. Uh, outside of that, Peter, any other horses? I thought Craftsmanship and Flanderstein, Flanderstein from race five. They're just horses to me. Yeah, outside of the horses we've, we've mentioned and, and sort of half-pushed, they're the horses I want to follow from the meeting. Um, really, really tricky meeting to assess with the wind. Um, yep. And particularly... I think we've done pretty well to win at the meeting from the late mail stuff when we're not there. That's the sort of day where we would have been a really big edge to be there on track, watching them parade in that wind and just getting a better feel for the wind and understanding what it's going to do more so than from on screen. That's not talked about that the boys in the studio, Hutchie and I don't know who else it was like, they're in a studio as well. Like us, they're not on course. There's not a lot of sort of feel for what that wind's doing. Yep. I would agree with that. Anything else? No, it was just a meeting, really, wasn't it? It's just a meeting. Tick the boxes. Yep. Next week, the bull. Oh, the bull. Big, big puns club. What are we up to? 55K. Yeah, about that. It's going to be good. It's exciting. It's going to be good. I'm looking very excited. <laughs>